How are y'all? If that's how the intro started, this is about to be one mess of a show. <laughs> I'm excited. I am too, actually. I hope you are too. Yes, I am really excited. This is going to be a good show. Dope. Tell me about your week, bro. Oh, you want me to go first? Because you have big stuff happening this week. So if you want me to go first, I'll tell mine. Yes, tell you. Well, I think the show has already aired because if I'm not mistaken, it was um, live. But I can do a little talkity talk about it. So this week. Talk about it. I got the opportunity to work on the Latin American Music Awards. It was my first award show actually being on the backside, on production side of everything. And, you know, I don't remember it being so, um, well, I don't want to say chaotic because it wasn't chaotic. Everything was, it was Mm -hmm. just exceptionally busy. And I didn't realize how big the Dolby Theater is. Oh my God, girl. When I tell you, like running in that place. (laughs) Uh It's huge, huh? It's massive. It was insane. And we had several levels that we had to be able to function in between. But um, it was huge. I, for the day, I doubled my steps. I did 27,000 steps on oh, Thursday. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. We got, uh, we got there and got checked in and everything and then ran the show. And then, oh, there's a little clip. Somebody sent me a little clip of, um, from Billboard of me. Mm-hmm. I sent it to you. Where I was trying to hide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> while she was be- while she was being interviewed. Yeah, she, I saw you running. I was. I was trying to because uh, we're not supposed to be seen, you know, like it, it takes away the whole, you know, allure of everything. If you see all the people working in the back. But um, yeah, that was kind of cool to see that. That part was right at the beginning of the red carpet. So she had like 10 more to do before we actually got to the end of the red carpet. But um, oh, okay. I got a chance to uh, meet the Latina artist, Becky G. She's absolutely wonderful. Not She's, just me. You got to work with her. Yeah. Well, I actually, yeah, I worked with her and like her whole team. They're absolutely wonderful people. She was so insanely sweet. She's so insanely professional. And that girl can sing. Oh, my God. I was really? I was telling I Trina. To y'all, to her. Yeah, I was telling Trina that her warm up was. um the end of Mariah Carey's emotions and she just kept doing mm-hmm. like the high notes but then she kept modulating and I was like this girl is about to kill and she did like she she was absolutely wonderful and a great sport and yeah that was awesome so that was mainly my week it was a very long day that day and then I just went and crashed I am I can't believe but I'm still a little tired when I used to work at the school I believe it yeah the only <laughs> time I ever got like anywhere near 20,000 steps is when we did the amusement park. I was in the Dolby theater and did over 20,000. So that's insane. That lets you know how busy the day was. So yeah, but um, that was pretty much my week. Lots and lots and lots of fun. So yeah, that's what Dope. it was. Well, I'm excited that you had a good week. I know I was trying hard not to tell people about what you were um working on but that's dope i'm proud of you thank you yeah and yeah, from that yeah. there was an opportunity that's been presented to us so yes. yeah that's that's gonna be exciting i'm really 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 happy for that yeah i'm super excited because i mean you know shoot we trying to we trying to expand step by step day by <laughs> come day come on here come on here <laughs> <laughs> oh. So let me hear how your time was with your boo thing. So if you don't know already, <laughs> I went to the Chris Brown concert right. <laughs> on Friday, last Friday. And um, man, you know, I just love Chris Brown. You posted a whole damn we concert on Instagram. I, I sure did. I had to keep skipping and through all of it because I wanted to hear it from you. I didn't want to watch it and know what, you know. What was going well, on? You should have known. You should have known I was posting. But <laughs> I've always, you know, obviously I love everybody knows I love Chris Brown, right. but I have seen him. This That was my fifth time seeing him. Um, he's just a he's a great performer, period. You could tell he was a little under the weather still. Um, oh, he's but he's still like, yeah, yeah. He had to cancel one of his shows because he had the flu. Oh, wow. Um, but I mean, he still put on a, a show. 
Like it, it's crazy, but you could like just from me seeing him before, I could tell. Okay, he's not he's not feeling good. But my God, wow! To be pressing through the way that he was, he was just so good. And then um, it, there were some acts before Jonah Lucas, who is a rapper. He's um a black rapper who's kind of similar to Eminem to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's a great rapper, and he has this uh song his I guess it was like his breakout song it was called I'm not a racist and it, it uh is really really good very political oh, okay. and um definitely he was rapping as if he was a white man oh wow talking to a black a young black man and then he switches the roles and he's the young black man talking to the white guy I have to send it to you uh, yeah I was gonna say, I'm gonna look that up there's a video of it and it's super dope so um but he he was great. Um, then, uh, what's his name? Ty Dolla um, Sign. Ty Dolla Sign. Okay, so he. The reason I know that is because I met him from the last show I did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So he came out and he, I always knew he could sing. So, you know, and I've seen, I've seen. Hold him. up, he sings? Yeah. I thought Ty Dolla Sign was a rapper. He's like a singer rapper. Oh, okay. But he mostly sings. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He's like the, the to <laughs> this the best way to describe it to me is he's like the uh new generation Nate Dog. He does all the <laughs> all the gangsters. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> but uh I mean Warren G. No, Nate Dog. Excuse me. Um so yeah, he's like the gotcha. Nate Dog of our gotcha. generation. Um, right. for real, he does all the gangsters hooks, you know, but, um, then he, he start hit Chris first Brown's of all, his Dallas. guitar player, Ty, oh. his bass guitar player was like sick. And then he actually pulled out a guitar and they oh, wow. started rocking out. I was like, Oh, okay. And then he, he did like a couple of new songs and they were kind of more okay. on the alternative side. And I was like, wow. All right. All right. Ty Dalla, are you switching over? But he did good. And then Tory Lanez came on and he did. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was okay. Tory Lanez. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. He did. He did. I, right, you know, so who was the artist right before Chris? Was it Ty? Ty Tory Lanez. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, he did all right. I thought I, I thought I only knew one of his songs, but I knew a couple more. Okay. But like before before the concert, me and my sister-in-law were just talking and she was like, so what songs is he singing? I said, the only one I know is Say It. So we'll see. But there was like two other ones that I knew. So so how was your time with but your sister-in-law? the girl's love. <gasps> I know oh, she had so, a brilliant time. So... You know, my sister, I I don't even like calling her my sister-in-law. She's my sister. And it's just like amazing to me. I told my mom this yesterday. I was just like, I'm so happy that my brother married a good person and we get along and like genuinely love each other. Come on now. Because I could not imagine having a stressful situation. Yeah. And yeah. not, I just, I, I cannot imagine it. She is just like perfect. Seriously. We, we just get along. We always have, even, know. you know, <laughs> we just always have. She's when super I called cool. you, I heard her in the background and y'all had me busting up. Cause I called you quickly yeah. on Friday to talk about yep. the, the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she was like, who is that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, she's like, oh, Carl, I know. Oh, I love Toya. She's so amazing. Yeah. No, she really is. And it's just so we had a blast. We we hung out. Um, we was trying to, you know, keep we had girl time and we was trying to get my dad to keep the kids like, okay, (laughs) now. But um, you on the clock now. We need you to work. Yeah. Exactly. So um, but we had a good we had a really good time and it was just good to bond with her. And then my friend Shantae came with us as well. And we just had a good time. And like, Carl, I'm telling you. So when we got there, you know, we did this little VIP experience, which it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was whatever. It could have been better. Well, this arena did not serve liquor. It only serves wine and beer. Uh, but, and they had a sangria. But you said it was on a college campus, right? Yes, I it is on a college campus. But. Well, you would think that they still would be able to do that for like adults 
who come to the games and stuff. Well, and I they think, have a lot of shows there. Yeah, but I think it's because it's still on a school campus that there might be some laws that they have to follow. So I don't liquor think they license, might not be able to yeah. serve. Because I don't think any college campus serves hard liquor. Yeah, I know that kids that, buy and obviously and bring that. it on, but. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. But, yeah. um, well, anyway, so, you know me, I'm like hitting my pen, hitting my pen, I'm high. So I'm like, I need my juice now. So, uh, oh. you know, me and Shantae indulged in some sangrias and they were actually divine. Were they? Yeah. Nice. They were really good. I was lit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that well, you got some good camera work to be on one. Because yeah, you I'm was pretty you, stable. Oh, I was focused. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway it we had a a ball um you know if you ever in life get a chance to see chris brown perform it's amazing so yeah but that i mean that was my weekend and you know of course i was off monday and tuesday so (laughs) it was my last week of enjoying okay uh not working five days a week right so you better do it that was it okay I'm right. So uh, what are we doing today? We, we Are we going to move on to the next segment? Yes. And actually, how about we do a have you seen it? Because I got to see something. Okay. Yeah. So let's go on into her. Have you seen it? I have. I have. I haven't. I haven't. so this actually came as a surprise because um when i was coming back home friday after uh finishing work and everything Mm -hmm. i know um marco really wanted to see maleficent and so it came out on friday so i was like you know what let's just go ahead and see it so we went and saw maleficent which is the sequel well actually it's maleficent mistress of evil Right. Which is the uh, follow up to the original that they had done. Was it two years ago now or was it just a year ago? I don't know. No, it was about two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. Mm -hmm. That went Mm -hmm. by fast. But yeah. um, And surprisingly, it is number one in the box office. Why would you be surprised? Well, because Zombieland 2 also came out this weekend. Yeah, but Maleficent, like you have, first of all, you have the people who are Disney fans. Then you have the people who saw the first one and was like, oh, yes. And then you have, of course, the kids who watched the little cartoon where all of the the characters. Yeah, I get the characters have had kids now, so they follow that. Right. So, yeah. You know, I'm actually really surprised because when I went to see the first Maleficent, like it was good, but I was just kind of like, whatever, because I already knew the story. Mm-hmm. But this one was actually really, really good. I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed the original. Of course, because, because you already knew the story of the first and, one. So and you that's was, the thing. it was tired. Exactly. And for <laughs> me, honestly, I'm getting tired of all of these remakes. Like, personally, I'm over it. I'm like, can we? Come up with some original stories. Well, I don't want to keep paying money for stuff that I already know the story to. Like, come on, bring out something like we don't know. You think they should do the Grimm version of all the fairy tales? Well, no, because even Grimm was that Grimm. That was a great show, by the way. Side note, that was a really good mm-hmm. show. I loved Grimm. Mm-hmm. But no, it's just like, we you know, we already know the stories. So retelling them just to make more money. But most people don't know the real stories of all of those fairy tales. No, and that is true. Just like the new Hansel and Gretel that's coming out. I'm so excited to see that. And I know it looks scary, but I'm really excited to see it because it is a different take on the story. Yeah. And so it makes me excited. Sorry, but there's this cartoon that I watch on Netflix. Well, it's over now, but it's called Disenchanted or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's about a princess who lives in a land who she hates being a princess, basically, and she's bored with life. So she drinks all the time and always like steals See? stuff and all kind of stuff like that. And they had a spin on Hansel and Gretel in the show, too. Like the witch, they were about to kill the witch and mm-hmm. uh, something something happened where one of the characters got kidnapped and ended up going to Hansel and Gretel's house. And they were the, well, the gingerbread house and Hansel and Gretel were actually the ones who had been killing people and all of that stuff. And there was a curse See? on the witch. And it was, I was like, oh, I was not expecting that. <laughs> See, but that's interesting 
because it's a nice twist. Exactly. Right. I was That's not what expecting makes it, good. it. So yeah, I get it. I get it. But yeah, Maleficent, it was amazing. Like it really was good. We we went and saw Are a later showing. Spoilers? Huh? Are you going to do some spoilers? No, I actually don't want to give away any of it because if I give away anything, you're going to know the story. And that that's the thing is like, I don't want to ruin it for anybody because I really want people to go see it because it's actually okay. good. And how and how they tie in the first movie to the second movie is is brilliant because they do still use the um the spinning wheel, the spindle. They still yeah. use that and it plays a big part in the second movie, oh, which okay, I thought cool. was brilliant. So that's okay. why I don't want to give anything away, but it's done really well. It made 35 million this weekend. So it is number one at the box office. Wow. It beat out the Joker, which has been number one since it was, it came out. And Have the you Joker seen only it? made, I haven't seen the Joker yet. I do. I did hear it was oh. really, really good. So I do want to go I, check that out I as well. It. And yeah. I really want to see Zombieland too. And so, yeah, Zombieland two was number three at the box office this weekend. So yeah, but Maleficent is doing well. I can definitely give you uh, uh, my thoughts on the Joker without spoilers, but, you know, I feel like if your expectations is to go see a Batman movie, then, you know, you're going to the wrong movie. It has nothing to do with Batman. Good. That makes me want to see it all the more. There you go. (laughs) I mean, there's little snippets that so you know the how, you know, that it's tied to Batman, Mm -hmm. but you will not. So it's standalone. It, this is about his mental illness and what it's like to be a person with a mental illness. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go see that now. I'm, I'm going to go see it all the more now. It yeah. was already on my list of things to see, definitely. But knowing that that's the take on it now, I'm oh, yeah. so in because it's a different, again, it's a different story, a character that we know. And yeah. that everybody loves because, I mean, but, he's the biggest Batman For villain. you, to, you actually watch him, you know, turn into the Joker. And honestly, though, when you hear why he does what it, what he does, even though, you know, OK, the Joker is a villain to us and, mm-hmm. you know, he's a bad guy. But his reasoning behind why he does stuff, you're kind of like, OK, is he really the bad guy? But that's <laughs> the stuff that I love. I love when they can take a character that we know is known for being bad and help you sympathize with them. That's why I love these shows like Succession and House of Cards, because even though these people are doing bad things, you come to understand like Game of Thrones. They're doing horrible stuff, but but you sympathize with all of these characters because, you know, their backstory and the stuff they Mm -hmm. had to go through to get there. But, you know, that's the stage of I life mean, that but I'm of in. Course, I mean, of course, he is definitely a psychopath and a sociopath. Of course. So, I mean, you, like, it is what it but is. You but you see yes. it develop. And then and they actually I can't remember the name of the disease, but mm-hmm. his character actually has. Well, it's not a disease. It's a psychological but a mental, disorder. Yeah. Um, but it's a, based on a real dis, mental disorder. So, oh, see, that's even more awesome. Yeah, it's and they never they never say it in the movie like what it is. Mm-hmm. They tell they finally at a certain point tell you what he's all battling with, but they never say exactly what it is that he has. And so I googled it, and they talked about it in a couple of articles about what it actually is that he has. Oh, so see, that's um, cool. But don't like read that. about it before the movie okay. because they they most of those articles give away like certain things about the you movie. You know I was so. going to. As soon as you said I, know, I was about to be I like, know. huh? <laughs> but no, I thought it was good. You know, like because the and I watched it twice actually. The I mean, first time I went to the movie, second time I watched a bootleg because I needed to rewatch. <laughs> um, but I paid my coins, y'all. So <laughs> okay, right? Because you know how I'm about that. But I did, I, I had, I wanted to rewatch cause the first time I watched it, I kind of was like, okay, it's not Batman. And mm-hmm. you know, like I, I get the premise and I think it's cool. It was okay. But then when I watched it again and really, really paid attention, I was like, wow, to actually watch somebody's whole mental capacity, just, just decrease and go into, that pl- into yeah. something, into another place. It's not like he was any dumber or anything, but he just totally went to another place and the other side of what we are capable of took control um, it was like wow see yeah i'm gonna have yeah, a, so. well i wanted to say i'm gonna want to get it in soon but you know scheduling if you have time i know i'm going to i'm gonna have to make time because i'm actually yeah, no. really excited to see that now yeah it was it was it was good um so that is that on that it is that on that i'm gonna have to go see maleficent too though so please go see it you're gonna love it 
And like all of the just the growth of all the characters, Michelle Pfeiffer is brilliant in it. And Aww. again, I mean, you can tell from the um, trailer that Michelle Pfeiffer is the bad guy. But mm-hmm. when they explain everything, it's again, just like the Joker, when they explain why she's doing it, you, you can't help but not be mad at her Feel because bad. you get it. Yeah. Because like, it's her reality. It. Yeah. You know, and, and she does some horrible things in the film, like absolutely horrible. But when you understand where she's coming from, you're just like, dang. But again, maybe that's just me because I'm in that place now. Cause I've even said about Donald Trump, he's the way he is because of right. his past experiences. Doesn't mean I agree with it, but it helps you understand somebody better and just show yeah. a little bit more compassion. I mean, mm-hmm. I still think he's a complete moron and I still think mm-hmm. he's just crazy, but mm-hmm. I can, can show, I, I can, can show. Yes, you can. <laughs> it is, it is. Have you seen it section? So, mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. there we go. Yes, you can. <laughs> but I can show a little bit more compassion yeah. and understanding that, you know, there probably is some, some things wrong there. That's yeah. so funny. I was talking to a friend of mine a little bit earlier today and she was telling me about a situation where an ex called and, you know, was apologizing for the things they did and everything like that. And she's like, I just don't understand why, um, you know, people don't really get, you know, that it's whatever. Like, I don't care. I said it's because you don't show compassion like that is. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're probably not looking for you to be like, OK, I forgive you. Let's get back together. But they want you to have like an understanding and of show them a little compassion yes. and mercy and a little grace, extend a little grace. Like, I know I messed up. Please forgive me. They probably feel like you never, you know. And so but it's 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 true. Like a lot of people don't have the capacity to show the compassion. And so like they automatically are like, oh, they're a bad guy. They're a villain. They're evil. Right. And, you know, like knowing people's story, you're just kind of like, OK, well, yeah, they've done bad things, but there are reasons behind why people exactly do that the things that they do. That point. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to move to the next step. And what we going to do? Oh, how about help me fix my life? All right. <laughs> Wasn't expecting anything today, obviously. Yeah, uh-uh. Good. I liked it. <laughs> So here uh, we go. You know I want to. I'm. I'm. I want to see this one. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Hey, Trina and Carl. I really need your help. I've been getting to know this woman, and things started off wonderfully. I've really started to fall for her and want to be with her. However, okay. There's something that has caused me to be nervous. Last week we went on a date, and she said there's there was something she had to tell me. I got nervous. You told us that uh, because I thought we were good. Well, the news was that she was polyamorous. Oh, man. <laughs> we, we are both pretty fluid with our sexuality and have talked about it. My thing is, I've never been in a situation like this and it makes me nervous. I don't know what to do. Can you help? The fluid breaker. And now. Before we go into it, I need to give an explanation and I'm going to be completely transparent. I didn't know what polyamorous was, so I needed Mm -hmm. to Google it. Yeah. And so for everyone who is not aware of what polyamorous is or polyamory, my apologies, Mm -hmm. this is what uh, Google's definition is. And this comes from Wikipedia, so I don't know how true it is, but. It sounded pretty decent because, you know, Wikipedia, sometimes it'd be a little sometimes messy. Sometimes it'd just go. be people just making their own pages exactly. and writing shit. <laughs> right. That part. So polyamory is the practice of or desire for intimate relationships with more than one partner with the consent of all partners involved. It has been described as consensual, ethical and responsible non-monogamy. Right. So do you want me to mm-hmm. go first or do you want to go first? Um, I can go first. Uh, okay. I have been presented with a situation like this twice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot. We have talked about this. We have talked about um, this. You know, so and again, I feel like at the end of the day, if it's your thing, it's your thing. And if it's not, it's not like right. there's no judgment there. If that is how a person likes to live their life. Cool. I just feel like as individuals and us being mm-hmm. on our own journey, you have to make the decision for yourself within yourself. If that is something that you can handle without it breaking you down, because right. there's a lot of people who are just monogamous people. And that's just it. They want to be with one person right. and one person only for the rest of their life. 
or, you know, when they're in a situation, if you're just dating, they just want to be dating that one person. And that's just what they want. Right. And then there are people who, you know, they're attracted to one thing in a person and that just literally is, you know, amazing for them or they're attracted to multiple things, whatever the case may be. But they just don't want to be tied down and feel like, oh, my God, you're the only person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. So totally understandable there as well. I just feel like if you're going to get into it. You need to have the mental capacity and you need mm-hmm. to be um, definitely understanding and, and very non- honest with yourself and very honest, because at the end of the day, there will be times when your phone calls might not be answered because they are with someone else. And That's you just right. have to understand it because you That's want right. the same respect as well. So, you know, and although I am fluid, I don't. I really don't know if I could personally be in that type of relationship just because, you know, I I am a Leo and I want my things. But being fluid doesn't necessarily mean you're polyamorous. Being fluid just means like, you know, you can just just fall in love with anybody, right? That's my definition of it. No, exactly. And that's why I'm saying because- male or female. I thought fluid just specifically addressed just the gender. So I guess they would be classified as bisexual, but they just don't like to use the word bisexual. No, I think fluidity is um, not that I'm I'm attracted to the actual gender of a person. I'm attracted to the- soul of a person the the connection the emotional spiritual connection whereas bisexuality is i'm attracted to men and women i like both like not that fluid people don't but i i I, you see the connect it's not like i'm going out like i'm going out looking for girls i'm going out looking for guys i think it's more so of i'm going out to meet people and if there is someone that i happen to meet that i like it doesn't matter what gender they are i like them See, and so I think that's what separates kind of the a little bit. Okay, it's more of a because soul connection. Me, I I call myself fluid because I normally reference male female like, and just because I don't have a better example, like the way I dress. Sometimes it's very feminine, like you know, while I want to put on makeup, and then sometimes mm-hmm. it's masculine. So when I say fluid, that's normally what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. in most cases, people would call that um, what's that word when you're not uh. The way you dress is not masculine, but it's also oh, not feminine. Uh, oh, I know man. Prince used I'm to do it. A brain fart. I know me too. But anyway, um, pretty much for gender me, that's neutral. M- huh? Gender neutral. Yeah, but there's a, a specific word for it. Yeah, I can't think right I now. I can't think of it either right <laughs> now. <laughs> We're like just looking at each other. Lost. I'm definitely okay. high, so <laughs> just chalk it up to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been trying. I've been over here drinking water, eating chips, like trying to <laughs> come trying down. To bring it down. She's like, hold on, hold on. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, but I understand. But that's not me how I say it. Now, when it comes to polyamorous, I have some friends who are, and that's when I Googled it was a while ago. I have mm-hmm. quite a few friends who are, and I didn't yeah. really understand it. But an, a, another thing you said that I agree with is like just falling in love with a person. I've had that thought in my head, like, you know, because Mm -hmm. I've met some really wonderful women who I just Mm -hmm. enjoy being around. Doesn't mean that I want to be with them sexually. No, but I could see myself like just, I don't know, but I guess that's friendship, huh? I'm trying to think of how to say this. Yeah, that's friendship. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm, I'm, the reason, the reason I said this, I'm not sexually attracted to them. Exactly. And so the reason why I said there, I feel there is a difference with fluidity versus your gender preference. Mm-hmm. I feel like although it is like connected to it, bisexuality is I like men, I like women. Being hetero is I like the opposite sex. Being, right. you know. <laughs> Whatever, <sorry>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the eyes you were making was so funny. <laughs> no, because the reason... The reason when I, I said being bi, being bi is this and being hetero is this. And then I was about to say and being homo. And I'm like, you know, we got a lot of, you know, cancel culture who be like, oh, 
she talking about her homos you don't call them that you call them homosexual and i'm like y'all i don't don't start with me no don't side start note it. i'm glad that you said that because i was trying to think of a way to bring this up without having to directly bring it up so remember last week we were talking about uh, elizabeth warren when she was at the town hall and she yeah. did that wonderful you know speech yeah. well remember when the um transgendered woman got up and she was speaking to better o'rourke and mm-hmm. that all happened because Ashley didn't show up. Yeah. Well, I was watching something on YouTube where they're now doing the same thing to Ashley that they have done to so many people. Cancel culture is upset with her because <laughs> they're saying because I she is a Elizabeth Warren surrogate. Mm-hmm. And somebody on the show was saying we have to get rid of her because she's a racist and a homophobe. Now, they pulled up a tweet from 2010 where she said you know what? I don't want to be offensive to anyone. However, and I don't remember the exact tweet, so please forgive me. Yeah. But it said something to the extent of, um, if you're in America, can you please speak English? <laughs> and then she wrote, yes, I said it. And again, she wasn't Who saying it to that? be- Elizabeth Warren? Ashley. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was about, the okay. transgender woman. That's why I and laughed. Then, I thought it was- Okay, my <laughs> no, Elizabeth. Well, said Elizabeth it. Warren, that's not her character. She would never say I anything know. like that. Well, I, I was just saying because you know they pull up, <laughs> they pull up tweets and people be racist as shit, and you like they said that. So but how can you call a transgender woman a homophobe? And I think a lot of people don't know that she's transgendered, which is probably why they are calling her homophobic. Because the thing is, is does that make me a homophobe? Because I know I've had some biases about things that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make me homophobic or transphobic or biphobic or whatever you want to phobic me. <laughs> but right. I just didn't like the fact that they are trying to downplay her based on something that was said nine years ago. Like, yeah. I'm just so tired of that. And I know I'm getting sidetracked, but you mentioned that. And so I just wanted to say it anyway. Back to the polyamorous thing. No, but what I was saying basically is that I think that that is the difference between the fluidity, like with with your gender choice or preference Mm -hmm. there's specifications and I feel like with fluidity it's just I like you as a person it's not sexual it's not a physical thing it's an emotional like you touch my soul so therefore I am attracted to you so it doesn't matter you know so that's what I think you know so I'm saying being a person who feels that way, Mm -hmm. you would think that we're more open to because I feel like polyamorous really is. It's not just a sexual thing. Like I'm sexually attracted to you. So I want to date you, too. It's an emotional thing. Like you actually build, you know, and earn feelings and and all of these things for someone else. So it's more it is on the that's why I say on that spectrum of fluidity, you would think that that would be something I'd be like, okay, cool. But See, but it's polyamorous just dealing in sex because let me be honest no, with you. it's not. Okay. You have actual that, relationships. Well, my thing is, is this. Yeah, they have an actual relationship, but that relationship includes sex. The reason I'm asking that is because wouldn't that make all of us polyamorous? Because um, I feel that way about my friends. And when I say my friends, I'm talking about the few that I know are in my life and there who have been there through a lot. And just like not to name everybody, but I'm like, you know, you, John, Pleasant, Chance. Right. Um, Derek, Chris, you know what I mean? Like there's certain people that I don't consider friends. You all are like my family, which is a a relationship that goes far beyond just friendship. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, isn't that considered polyamory as well? Or is it just including like a sexual relationship, but just with more than one person? Uh, Polyamory is an actual relationship like you have with Marco. Right. But with multiple people. So it would be like if it was me and Marco and then me and you and me and Pleasant. No, and no. It would be like you and Marco. No, I'm saying like then, if we weren't friends. I'm using you yeah. as an example. So like yes. if we weren't friends and then yes. I met you and then we vibe. So it'd be like me and Marco. And then I would have to tell him, hey, I am also I, in a relationship I, with Trina. Yes. I am also in a relationship now, with that Pleasant. Does, now, it doesn't mean that they have to. To coexist because then See, I, that was my then next I feel like you're going into the polygamy side of things. Thank you. Okay. I was getting ready so to I say. So I think that is the difference. The difference is in polygamy, like everybody's like, cool, we know each other and they can get married like in that lifestyle. And See, then but polygamy, it's not based upon, and I do know this one because I used to watch, um, what is that show? Sister that, Wives. Yeah. Because it's not 
Well, yeah, they agree, but they don't have to agree. He can just go out and marry who he wants. Do you know right. what I mean? And then bring them right. into the family. So it's exactly. not consensual. So polyamory exactly. is it's everybody consensual. agreeing to be in this big community of a relationship together, right? No, because just because you're dating pleasant doesn't mean that Marco's dating pleasant as well. Okay. You have total separate relationships. Okay, so it really... But you guys might, you might all hang out together and stuff, but I have a relationship with you and what we have is what we have. And then I have a relationship with you and what we have is what we have. So I'm not, you know... I might be with you and we have kids and we have a family, but I also might be with this person and I just like to go travel and we do what we connected on. So you actually have a relationship with this person. Okay. It's, it's like, it's like if the side chick was legitimate. Got you. See, and you know what? This brings up so many good points. And I'm actually glad for this this week because it's allowing me to understand more because I didn't really understand a lot of it, even though I wanted to understand it. I'm on this big understanding Uh thing, girl. You know me right now. I'm just trying to really open up and enjoy life as much as possible. And I believe the only way I can do that Uh is to better understand everything. Because in my head, it's always been if the side chick becomes legitimate, that means you have to leave the other relationship. Do you know what I mean? That's what society. But that's a monogamous. That's a monogamous. Which is you have to leave one to be with the other. And yeah, because you're only with one person at one time if you're monogamous. That's it. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Well, breaker. So, yeah, again, it has to do with if you're willing to. Well, I wonder why they're nervous. Are they nervous? Because, well, he's, they said that it's because they haven't experienced this before. So it's not a question that they've asked themselves. Exactly. And I get that. That can exactly. be weird if it's not something that you know about. I would just say sit down and have the very honest conversation and then within yourself, be able to with yourself. Yeah, be able to <laughs> express to them like, hey, I feel nervous because of this and this and this and not because it's a judgment, but it's just because I don't understand it and I've never experienced it. So with that being yeah, said, for you know, sure. just be true to yourself and see where it goes, because I mean, I don't know, you might try it and be like, oh, my God, this is wonderful. I love this. Or you might try yeah. to be like, no, this is not for me. So. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be somebody ass. Right. That's me. Oh. <laughs> That's why I'm like. Because mm. <laughs> you're a little selfish sometimes. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, it's mine. What's mine is mine. You know, I might f- share with a friend or something, but that's right. it. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next segment. Hopefully that helped you out, Breaker. Hope. But again, if you guys have any um, scenarios that you need help with, any questions, comments, or concerns, please write us at AskBreakingHollywood at gmail.com yes. or on our Instagram page, Ask. It's just Breaking Hollywood, excuse me, the at sign Breaking Hollywood. And I don't remember what our Twitter is. We don't get on there. You can tweet us and twat us all you want, but we won't tweet you back. Let me just tell you something that's really funny. So during the show, (laughs) my phone was blowing Mm -hmm. up, right? And it was emails from Mm -hmm. our ass breaking Hollywood. (laughs) And there were like three of them that were tweets. And as soon as I saw it, I just started busting up laughing because I was like, delete, delete, delete. (laughs) Delete. <laughs> I know I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Oh my god. I hate it and we are not active at all. Like the only thing that the only reason there's anything on there is because Instagram posted. <laughs> I don't even have the Twat app on my phone. And you know what's super funny is cuz I was talking to a colleague this week and we were having that conversation uh-huh. about social media. And I've realized the mm-hmm. only social media I get on now really is Instagram. There is no Facebook. Yeah. It's actually been deleted from my phone now. I still get the. The only reason I have Facebook is because I'm doing my family reunion. Oh. As soon as I'm done with that, July 27th, <laughs> I'm turning it off. Well, she told me. <laughs> Delete. She told me something that was really concerning for me. And I'm like, see, I'm glad I deleted it. She said that she was texting her boss on the phone. Mm -hmm. And then after she finished texting her boss, she got off and then signed on to Facebook. When she signed into Facebook, Mm -hmm. the first thing she noticed, it was, it said friend suggestions, people you might know. And she's like, I, it looks like I know this person, but she said the woman was in like this. She had her back arched and she was like this skimpy bikini. And she said when she clicked on it, it was her boss. 
her boss. And she's like, yeah. that's crazy. From a text message. It's because it's connected to your phone. I'm yeah. like, see, that's not cool. You know, I'm like, if I gave you permission, then yes. But like, yeah. that's really random that you know who I was just texting last. All of them do that too, though. Even Instagram. If you go and you look at Sephora, then I'm going to be going through my feed. And then all of a sudden there's going to be a Sephora. See, but that's different. That's within the app. No, I'm talking about if I go and search on Google, like, oh, let me see if Sephora got these me. lip or whatever and then when I go on Instagram and you know 30 minutes later when I'm scrolling through there'll be Sephora ads and all kind of makeup ads and hair ads and I'm like okay so yeah it it does that it is Mm. what it is we all know yeah you all know what's going on out there but yeah it's just Instagram for me and that's become far and few in between also I mean because they're already microchipping folks and I was talking to my other best friend Nico about this she was like you know I don't know why we started talking about microchips, but (laughs) you see what kind of conversations I be having with my friends all over the place. So we're talking about, you know, like, cause they have the dogs microchips and I'm like, yeah, they was testing that stuff so they can start using it on us. Watch. I'm telling y'all. And then, and I said, and watch, they're going to use a microchip. That's going to replace everything. It'll replace your ID card, your credit card, your debit card, all of these things. But they also are going to be able to find you wherever you are, which they can with your right. phone. I know. But still, I was like, this is like actually in your body. And who knows? They might put them kill switches in there like those shows. See, I'm cool with not having it in my hold body. On. So then she was like, oh, OK. And I said, OK, I know I, I get a little conspiracy theory sometime, but uh, I'm telling you. And two days later, me and mom are sitting watching world news and they're talking about in Sweden how they're already microchipping people and they're using it as their ATM cards to get money out the bank to pay for stuff. Well, Hmm. you can have that. I'm good. Listen here. I don't need none of that. I'm telling y'all. And now you got to get those new IDs to fly. See, I don't mind having a. Or a, have your passport. Okay. But why? Why do I have to get another, a certain ID in order to fly domestically when I already well, have a already state driver's that's license? That we should work. That's I'm just saying. I'm just he saying. He did that because he doesn't, you know, they, <laughs> they assume. So let's move on. <laughs> Look, to tea time. His was racist driven. We know that though. <laughs> so <laughs> we already know. So let's get on yeah, to tea time, so it. we can talk about other. So we can talk about other right. races. It's tea time. It's tea time. It's tea time. It is tea time and i got another racist to talk about today there we go (laughs) (laughs) well actually i want to start off with something positive just because i want to Mm -hmm. um so i don't know if you heard about the um coach the high school yes from oregon i did now although this happened in may Mm-hmm. Um, they, the police just now released the video footage, um, from the situation. I guess they wanted to keep everything under wraps until sentencing was done. But the young man, um, was sentenced on October 10th. Um, but basically a young man showed up to school with an assault rifle mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know, you know, nobody really knows what he was planned to do, but the teacher is that well he's a coach and he actually is also the security for the school so he was walking around doing his normal patrol saw the gun and the young gentleman somehow wrestled the gun away but then began to hug the student yes i did watch the video and then a teach another teacher came grabbed the gun from him but then he continued to hug him and you can tell that they were exchanging words in the at first the young man was kind of confused like why are you hugging me yes but it seemed it, they stopped for a second you could see him talking mm-hmm. to him and then they embraced even more and i'm like if we could only touch so many more kids who are feeling that way because i yes. feel like a lot of yes. them are doing this stuff just because they're lost exactly. like they don't they're just lost they're, they're not happy in their homes or whatever the case may be but the young man was um sentenced to three years of probation mm-hmm. and then mandatory mental health right. um evaluation so 
you know, which I think is good. He didn't cause any harm. He might have. My thing is this. I don't believe it's a mental but, health thing. I believe it's a hurting thing. Yeah, and, of and course. You can see that. But that does have to do with mental health. Because you're not taking care. Uh, you're not. I mean, you have no outlet to release it and let it go. But still, it, it, it starts to affect you to where you're not thinking straight. He clearly was not in the right state of mind because he was going to either kill himself or kill other kids. Okay, I can see that. And, you know, I, I think my uh, withdrawal on that situation when we say it's mental health is because people just want to chalk it up to mental health. And just to tie right. in what we're talking earlier, like with the Joker, you said you saw the mental disorder that he had. So, yeah. you know, you understand it better. And so when I think of um, mental health, that's what I think of. I think in these situations, it's people who have been hurt who just are lashing out because they don't know any other way to get rid of the hurt. And so, but with you saying what you just said, I completely understand that now. But what I loved about yeah. the video at the very end is because you saw the kid kind of like forced, trying to get away from him. But then at the very, yeah. very end of the video, he just embraced him and he hugged him so tight. And you could see his shoulders just slump like he just let it go. Exactly. And it was like, exactly. wow. Like even now exactly. saying it again just gave me goosebumps because I got super emotional from seeing that. And like you said, you could see their exchange going back and forth. And he was fighting it for a while. but. The coach just wouldn't stop. He just kept coming back to trying to hug him. He just, and then he would talk to him and he just kept mm -hmm. coming back. And I completely agree. I completely agree. That's the way that we handle these situations. And that's why I was saying in that other situation with Amber Geiger, that hug. It's, it helped her. I'm trying to yes. tell y'all, y'all don't that that transfer of energy right there. It's it's a it's a thing. But hold anyway, on, let's on, move on. on. No, 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 no. Oh, hold oh, on, I have to oh. say something. Have you He's noticed? Gotta say something. I, I do because that that shook me to my core just now. Have you mm -hmm, noticed amen. that these videos that have been coming out with showing the kindness, what race of people it has been? Have you noticed that it's been all oh, African American yeah. people mm -hmm. that are showing this? Hiya! Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, excuse me. That one, yep, that one that's took why me you in. Hit your, that's why you hit your elbows. See? <laughs> no, no, no. I was looking at the goosebumps. Oh. <laughs> uh, honey, I'm loving this. I'm loving seeing this positivity be shown because they're so yeah. quick to tear us down and talk about, you know, we're always loud. We're always this. We're always that. But this compassion, mm -hmm. I told you the shift was coming. This compassion is yes. spilling out and it's starting to show. And I am, mm. I am extremely happy to see so many um, white allies. Yes. I think it's amazing because, you know, at first when we had the whole, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, that was a whole thing. And we did not, right. people just really just thought it was a, a, a movement of it's us against the world. But no, it was a movement of self-love for us. It was about us. That's it right. had nothing to do with anybody else and everything to do with us. And it's really good um, seeing all of these things that are happening and these injustices that are happening to black people and us having, you know, white people at our side saying, you know what, this shit is wrong and we do support right. you. I am so sorry that this is happening to you. And I, I recognize my privilege and I support you. Mm hmm. And period. while we're speaking of that, I do want to address this because he was a huge, 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 important aspect of our civil rights. But uh, Representative Elijah Cummings passed away yes. this past mm -hmm. week. He was the first African-American to get into Congress. This was back in 1997 from his district, which was a huge mm -hmm. thing. And he was a Democrat, but he got so many things passed for us and so many other people. Mm -hmm. He worked with yeah. everybody. Everybody loved him. Everybody respected him. He was a man of wisdom. He was a man of truth and he was a man of principle. And so and he integrity. is insanely going to be missed. Like yeah. that was a powerful man. Very powerful man. Yes. Yes. We always like to, uh, you know, show our, our respect and condolences for for people who we, you know, who have just been strong and better. paved the way. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and, and prayers for his family. Cause you know, yeah, how it he was is. only 69. So, he was yeah. still fairly and young. young. He was having complications yeah. with his heart. They did the heart surgery and then the complications got worse, unfortunately. And he passed Friday. 
You know what I didn't like um, when they were having the debates and stuff? So we all know Bernie had a heart attack and, uh, you know, has been doing better and stuff. But um, the one thing that I didn't like, and I understand that they're old. Mm hmm. Uh, right. You know, but I feel like uh, the interviewer, whoever was asking the questions, kind of like stereo, like just mm-hmm. a stereotype against uh, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie, and I think Biden. it was Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, based on their age, and I'm like, look, I, I'm younger than them and I could die tomorrow. Like, but don't think about it. They do it to um, Pete Buttigieg as well. They say that he's too yeah. young. And so that's the yeah. thing. That's why I said you can never please people. People are going to complain yeah. if you're too young. Oh, you don't have enough experience. I and just, then when you're I too old, that. oh, no, what if you die? And I'm just like, come yeah, on, I you guys, stop being that. like that. Why can't we and, listen to but, what they're saying and what they stand just, for? But for him to have just gone through a heart attack, you feel like you're dying already. So for you to just right. already, you know, I just there's that compassion thing again. Like you have none. Exactly. And it's crazy. So anyway, let's move on to the last thing in tea time because mm-hmm. we going to have to get up out of here. <laughs> but um, of course, I want to send out more condolences to um, the family of Atatiana Jefferson, who um, was murdered last week. Well, was it last week? The 12th. It was October 12th in her home playing video games That's with right. her nephew. I did hear about that. Um, by a Fort Worth police officer Mm -hmm. by the name of Aaron Dean. I am very happy that he has been arrested and charged with murder. Um, Oh, wow. So, you know, and he he did quit, um, of course, before they had the opportunity to let him go. Um, But, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully they do better. I agree. Um, her, her, her family has spoken out. Her father actually spoke out and definitely said there will not be any hugs in this courtroom. So, Mm. um, you know, we already have, um, there's a lot of emotion behind this one, especially because she was not, um, aware and and doing anything. Um, you know, it was a well-checked call. Like, and in those situations, your first thing should not be to draw a gun. I, I just don't get this training that they're there that is happening. Well, I don't understand why he was at her house looking in her house and then shot in her house without knowing if the person was supposed to be there or not. Just somebody called the police and say, hey, my house is being robbed. No, this is what happened. Her front door was left open. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and her, her neighbors saw it and they know, you know, that it's her, her mother and her young nephew who are there. So they were just kind of like, okay, well, I don't want to, you know, us black folks, we're not going to go up in somebody's house. We see the door open and we're going to be like, okay, what's going on? So she called a, or he, they called a non-emergency line and said, hey, can you guys do a well check on this house just because, you know, the door is open. And if you guys don't know what a well check it is, just when the police come out, just to make sure everything's, everything's okay. okay. Like if an older um, person's living there and they might have had a heart yeah. attack and you, you haven't and seen you them. haven't seen them right. come out. They usually are out their house sitting on the porch by 12 o'clock. Hey, can you go check on them? It's just, you know, so that, of course, you're not going and over to exactly. if something is happening. Um, you know, you get involved in something could happen. So there was a well, it was a well check and he's walking around the house and he, he shoots her and he, then they're trying to put it on. She had a, a a firearm sitting out. So what? She lives in Texas. She's in her house. She can have a gun. I mean, who can like, like, let's stop trying to, to give him a little bit of compassion in this. You know, you straight up murdered someone. Right who was playing video games at that. It's not like they were being aggressive or anything like that. And I saw a post of another, uh, a, a white woman who I believe she was the, de- uh, the defense attorney, mm-hmm. um, was speaking and she said the same thing happened to me and I, I could be dead. She said there was a police officer around her house and did not announce himself. Wow. And it wasn't until she cried out that they put the guns away. See. 
And she's like, now that could have been me. And she's like, and we as white people are sitting here worried about, oh, you know, when things like that happen. Oh, I hope they don't kill my dog. And black people have to worry about, I hope they They don't don't kill me. me. I know that's right. And so, um, yeah, but anyway, we just definitely want to send our condolences and our prayers to her fam, the Jefferson family. But, um, I am really, really praying that this one actually gets some justice, like for real, like not no 10 years things either. Like you, I mean, she was a police officer who was also trained and everything like that, but I believe she was under the influence and they just don't want to put that out there. Cool. This guy blatantly just did not follow protocol. See? And, and has had a history of doing such. Oh, okay. And was well, already going to be fired. So, you know. Well, there you go. I just hope that this time, you know, mm-hmm. things really happen. So that's that on that. Self-care. Self-care. Yes. Let's get into it. I mean, we've been talking about it mostly all day today. So I just think. You know, we need to work on compassion. Well, yes. first of all, what what did you do for yourself last week? Because last week I had said, let's do something, go back to the self-care and do something for yourself. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it was. Last week, honestly, was a blur for me, only due to <laughs> um, just the show. There was a lot going mm-hmm. on in the show. Um, what did I do? See, for me, I, t- I do self-care every day. Right. So. And when I say that I'm being so genuine, there's a book that I have that's called Good Morning, Good Night. And I read it Mm -hmm. every morning because there's a passage written out for you every morning that you read when you get up, kind of like something Mm -hmm. positive to you. And then you read one, which is very similar to it, but it's um, the opposite one in the night. So you read that in the night before you go to bed. And so I do that every day because I want to make sure that I stay very aware and very present. And I do have to be honest, even in my self-care, a great example is I was having a conversation this morning and I was honest in saying, yes, sometimes the negative thoughts do come up, you know, because I could be like, you know what? I'm 36, soon to be 37. And I'm just now getting into what I want to be doing. And I said, but what happens is, is in those moments when I hear that voice and it's it's like what we have said before, it may never go away, but you know how to keep it in check. And when I say that, it's just like with right. my depression. I know that it's there, but when it pops mm-hmm. its head up, what I do, and this is the conversation that I've learned to start having with myself as I go, thank you for letting me know that you're still there. However, I don't need to hear from you right now. You can go back to where you came from. Mm-hmm. And then I know to go ahead and get to my positive place again and be able to reaffirm because I could be like, I'm 36, you know, and I'm working with this artist and this is take away nothing from her because I'm sure she's put mm-hmm. in her work as well. But I'm like, she's younger than me. She's farther ahead than me. We all could do that. And, but what that does is it completely goes against everything that we have been working on. Right. And many times we talk about showing compassion to others, but then we don't show that same compassion to ourselves. To ourselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know I'm guilty in that because like I said, I like to be an overachiever. I like to be great at everything I do. And I like to be a perfectionist. It has been a journey for me to understand that the journey is not about being perfect. It's about being enjoyable and being good. Yes. So that has been a real struggle for me because it's just like, oh, Mm -hmm. I messed up here. Dang it. And then I will begin to beat myself up. But now I'm starting to learn to be like, hey, thank you for letting me know you're still there. Give yourself some compassion and understand that you are a work in progress every single day. And then understanding that that's not a bad thing. It's not. Because with that perfectionist side of me, then it'll be like, oh, well, you messed up. Okay, well, you know what? It's okay. That's all right. Because that's Mm -hmm. not what it's about. So it's having to reprogram. So I completely agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, you know, uh, we just have to work on being better humans. That's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, just understand. It's always good to just take someone else into consideration there's nothing wrong with it you know like I said I can be a little selfish I know I feel like everybody can but I'll take that I can be a little selfish and you know if you hurt my feelings or something like that I can be just your worst nightmare 
Mm-hmm. But I have to understand that every time somebody does something, it sometimes doesn't even have anything to do with you. Most of the time it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. That's right. 99.9% of the time, it's not about you. And so, you know, just to have compassion that other people actually have lives, they actually go through things, That's right. their world doesn't revolve around me. That was a hard lesson for me to learn. And I still have to deal with that because by nature, that has been who I have been. Mm-hmm. So I I have to unlearn that behavior. I mean, I am the youngest baby girl. Right. And for the long time, I was the only girl on both sides of my family. So Mm -hmm. I'm used to it being all about me. (laughs) And I will take it. (laughs) But yeah, so just work on the compassion, guys. We gotta, we gotta, 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 gotta do that. Because you're beating your, like Carl said, you could be beating yourself up doing all of these things thinking that oh you know I'm not worth it and start going into that mm-hmm. negative space where you're not uplifting yourself but you're tearing yourself down that's right so yeah that is that on that this week it was a good show it was and star just had to be a part she today. did she's over and not she's being in it still I'm about to <laughs> girl <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Let's go before I, before I choke slam this dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, just remember we love you and we mean it. Yes, we do. Love, light, and positivity always. And I think I'm going to add one to that. Oh. Love, light, oh. positivity, and compassion always. Always. Yes. I like it. I like it. High five. High five. Bye. Bye. Get over here now! Oh, 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 oh.